I've been thinking a lot about Luke's gospel. We've been reading about, um, well, like we had a Bible study on, on Wednesday. And we're just kind of checking out Jesus's itinerary. He was kind of moving from place to place. And all these people were benefiting, you know, like mainly people that were in trouble. It seemed like they were the only ones that benefited, in fact. You know that? The best, uh, the people that benefit from Jesus um, are people who, you know, who are sick, who are oppressed, who are, um, maybe they've even died. Okay, there's cases where he raises people from the dead, right? And um, we just, we see it in chapter seven, you have the centurion servant who's healed. Then you have the, the widow from um, Nain, we talked about that a couple weeks ago, how Jesus uh, stopped this funeral procession and raised the, this boy up and gave him back to his mom, who was the widow, and just lost her only son. And then you have um, all of this, um, Jesus talking about this parable of the sower and how he was just scattering the seed and not just putting it in what was quote unquote the good soil, but on rocks and on, you know, gnarly soil, right? And uh, he wasn't discriminating and thinking, I'm only gonna plant, um, you know, where the soil's good, I'm gonna plant everywhere um, because maybe there's some hope that some of those seeds are gonna take root even, even though ideally we all wanna have good soil or whatever. And then Jesus um, goes on. And um, in chapter nine, we have um, Jesus sending out the 12. He just gives them the same authority that he has. He gives them authority and power. And he um, tells them to go out and to heal uh, diseases, all the demons. He gave them authority over all the demons. Imagine that. Do you think we have authority over all the demons? All of them. Yeah, we do. All of them. Probably a lot of them out there, right? So Jesus gave his, he gives his followers authority over all the demons and uh, to heal diseases. And then he sends them out to proclaim the kingdom of God, which is what we're trying to do here at General Web, all of us, right? And then he tells them to go out and they don't have to, they're supposed to go out with no money. So if they don't have money, perfect. They're, they're ready to go, right? So you don't have to have money. Um, it was kind of cool because we had our trip planned we weren't sure where the money was going to come from, but um, we just sort of went on faith a bit, even though, you know, we have a good track record of God providing for us. And we did have, you know, some people seminary pockets that, you know, money that people had uh, that we had in our account. So it wasn't like we just were crazy, but then all the money came in, in one fell swoop. We got this person from England who wrote me and said, Hey, I just, we're sending this check and it'll be there by Tuesday or whatever. Thinking, wow crazy eight thousand dollars like that's pretty nice i'm on luke nine so um the apostles came back and then jesus um debriefs with them and then there's a crowd that finds out where they are and they come there's like five thousand people big crowd and they're all uh, hungry and then uh, jesus tells them you guys feed them okay so jesus is about caring for people's physical needs like Big, big soup kitchen here. And um, just with five loaves and two fish, right? Multiplies it. But then uh, that brings us up to where we are now. So uh, they, they, these guys are seeing Jesus um, really benefit, really help um, people who are the down and outers of his time. Then um, in verse 18, 
Jesus, um, he was praying alone and the disciples were with him and he questioned them saying, who do the people say that I am? Um, and they answered and said, John the Baptist. If you believe that Jesus was John the Baptist, would that make you a Christian? Probably not, right? Like if you believe Jesus was Michael Jackson, come back from the dead, would that make you a Christian? No, probably not, right? Okay. And then um, others say Elijah. Did, would that make you a believer, a follower of Jesus? I mean, a true Christian, if you believe that Jesus was Elijah? Like Martin Luther King? Martin Luther King Jr.? Someone like that? No? Okay. Um, or one of the prophets? You know, um, and then Jesus says, um, we were in, I was in, last Sunday, I was in London. Okay, because we had these French friends that were desperate for someone who was an English speaker to help them with his training. And I knew them very well, and they... They flew me over there for three days, four days to do this training. So on Sunday, I was in this church and we were praying for people. And this uh, Iranian guy wanted prayer. Um, and he um, he just said he was, I was with another a woman from the team. He said, um, I, um, we asked him, well, do you, do you, he, well, first he said, my whole life is falling apart. Um, I have bone cancer and um, I just went through chemo and my hair has just grown back. But everything else in my life, nothing's going forward. Nothing's moving forward. It's just really bad. And then I thought to ask him, are you a believer in, in Jesus? And so I did. And he said, oh, yes, Jesus um, and Buddha and Muhammad. And um, yes, I believe in all three. And so the woman I was with, who's a Nigerian lady, was like, she's a, training to be a, an Anglican priest. She says, well, you can't have two masters. You have to choose one, right? And she kind of was getting down on the guy a little bit. And I mean, not in a bad way. And then I just felt like that wasn't the time to be discussing all those details, right? So I said to him, um, hey, you want in prayer, right? And he was like, yes. And I said, okay, um, Jesus says that if you receive um, his followers, then you're receiving him and the one who sent him, which is the father. We're, we're going to be praying in Jesus' name, and we believe he's the son of God. Will you receive prayer in the name of Jesus? And he was like, yes. And so I got down. Um, he was um, seated, and I got down on my knees to hold his feet because his heels were hurting really bad. And he freaked out. He was like, no, no, no. Don't get down on your knees in front of me. Like, I'm not. I'm just getting down to hold your heels and pray for you. And he's like, no, no, no. He's so uncomfortable. And I said, it's okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm, I just want to pray for your heels. Aren't your heels in pain? And he was like, okay, okay. So I prayed. We prayed for him and um, just prayed in Jesus' name and um, for healing and for all the pain to leave. And then I asked him, well, how, how's it going? And he goes, well, I don't feel any pain, but I mean, if I stand up, I'm sure that it'll be um, really bad because it, it always is excruciating pain just to walk and so I, he said i'll stand up so he st stood up and he just went what did you do what did you do and he just started jumping around on his heels and he just like i i don't feel any pain that's crazy that's crazy and he was just flipping out this guy and so um it was pretty dramatic i mean i i felt like the that just that experience was worth the whole trip that experience was, was, oops, not even working. Hello? 
No, it's not working. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's working. Oh, it is. It's working. No, just need to bring this. Yeah. So anyway, um, but this guy didn't know who Jesus was, and uh, neither did the crowds of people who he was helping. And so Jesus wasn't getting down on the crowds for not knowing who he was, right? He was giving out to everybody um, and proclaiming the kingdom of God without, uh, you know, without anything. It's not working. It's not working. It is. It is? Yes, we can hear it. It's just, we'll put it next to I, I can't move it because my, my thumb is messed up. But if it's working. Fake, this is working. No. There's no, there's no, there's nothing. It's not working. Yeah, you jumped up and down and it moved it. And it moved the whole building? It <laughs> should work. Well, it's, it's disconnected. There we go. Yeah, you just jumped on that. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so here, let's look what Jesus says. Um, um, so they answered and said, okay, all these people. And then he said to them, but who do you say that I am? Disciples. And, and then, um, and this is what makes someone a disciple. Uh, Peter answered and said, the Christ of God. Okay. Well, what does that mean? The Christ of God, the Christ of God. Jesus is the Christ of God. And then he says, um, he, he, he warned them and instructed them not to tell this to anyone. Okay, don't tell anyone. If the Christ of God means the Messiah, who God has sent, the anointed one, through whom God's going to um, eradicate evil and uh, bring about complete a new heaven and a new earth. That's who the Christ of God is. It's like the ultimate um, savior. Okay, so Peter gets it. He's not just, Jesus isn't just Michael Jackson come back from the dead or Martin Luther King Jr. or Gandhi or Buddha. No, Jesus is not Muhammad. Jesus is the Christ of God, but don't tell anyone. Okay, because then what he says is, um, except we're supposed to know because we're disciples. If, if, we're, if, we're, if we're disciples, a disciple is someone who is led in on that, that's, that news about who Jesus really is. And, and, and then he says, um, don't tell anyone. Um, then he says, the son of man, that's another name for him, uh, will suffer many things. Like, don't tell anyone, because look, we don't want to freak people out so that they don't kind of come into the faith in a, in a way where they can see that this is the love of God is irresistible. We need to have the love of God. We need to experience it as irresistible in a way before we hear the hard narrow path news of what it involves okay okay and this is what he says the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and be raised up on the third day okay so jesus is telling them something that is um really hard news right i'm gonna die i'm gonna be i'm gonna be rejected by all the authorities you know, by the president, you know, by the, by law enforcement, by the religious establishment, you know, by, I'm going to be, I'm going to get the death penalty. I'm going to get executed, but I'm going to raise from the dead in three days afterwards. Okay. So that's the good news. The bad news is, um, is the rejection and all that. Okay. So I was just thinking about this. A lot of us have been rejected here 
a lot of the people that we serve have already been rejected by the authorities. Um, they've been um, labeled, people have been labeled felons, um, you know, criminals, you know, uh, they've been given titles, um, you know, addicts, this or that, right? A lot of people in our community and here in our, uh, in our valley have already experienced the rejection. So they've already, they're already close to Jesus in a way because they know what that feels like. Okay, they know what that feels like. Who knows what it feels like to be rejected? Just anyone? Yeah. Okay. So, um, so Jesus is, um, in a way, the the, good, the news about Jesus is something we can um, we can receive in an easier way than someone who everything's been just made in the shade. Every everything's worked. Life's been great. Okay, it's harder for people when life's been great for them. Okay to be followers of Jesus in a way, okay? So check this out. And he was saying to them, if anyone wishes to come after me following, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me, okay? If anyone wants to come after me, Jesus says, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. Um, so I was just thinking about this. Um, a lot of us have tried to save our lives um, through our own way. Okay, we've tried to save our lives. This. I'm not sure what your hand motions mean. Uh, a lot of us have um, already. We've tried to save ourselves and it hasn't gone very well. Okay, so the one who saves his life will lose it. That's already happened to a lot of people that we know. We've tried to save our lives and it hasn't worked. Do you guys know anyone like that who's tried to save their life? Maybe you've tried to use um, different substances to try to eradicate the pain. Okay, you, you, you've used uh, drugs to eradicate the pain and, and it's just made, it's caused you to lose your life pretty much. You've lost everything. Right, like the people on the streets that we were ministering to on, on Friday night, they lost everything. People sleeping behind Walmart, just to, you know, in the open air, just who were freezing cold, they lost everything. Right, so people who've been in down and out and been addicts and and lived lifestyles that have gotten them in trouble with the, the you know with the law and given putting them in you know where they've gone off and done prison time or or they've just been addicted to the point where they, you know, they, they've lost everything. They, they know that, um, that when they've tried to save themselves, it, um, they've lost everything, right? And so Jesus says the one who, um, who comes after him um, deny, and denies himself. You know, if we deny ourselves, that means saying no to yourself. Like everyone who's in a 12-step program knows that we need to say no ourselves to that part of ourselves that is just trying to save ourselves through substances right or through our escapist approaches whatever that is through workaholism there's all kinds of ways we can try to save ourselves okay and so the one who follows jesus we must deny ourselves they know to ourselves okay and take up our cross the cross is is like symbolic of of live of suffer the consequences of just um of, of following this path of trusting, 
Okay, trusting God, um, trusting Jesus, and 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 saying yes to Him, you know, and and rather than saying yes to our desires, you know, we say no. We deny ourselves. That means we say no to ourselves, and and we don't deny Jesus, which is to say no to Jesus, right? It's either I say yes to my my own desires or I say yes to Jesus. I can't. Some a lot of times I can't do both, even though sometimes my desires are are in alignment with Jesus. Like, I think Jesus wanted us to go um, and get, come back to the building and bring blankets. We didn't have blankets when we saw the people behind Walmart. We were with Roger, and then they said, do you guys have any of those blankets? And we were like, um, yeah, I mean, if you come to Chattanooga next Sunday, we can um, pull some out of the, you know, and give them to you. But then we felt like really, like, hard-hearted to say that, right? So then Gracie said, we should just go to Chattanooga and bring the blankets. But that meant denying ourselves, okay, in a way, right? Because we were cold and hungry and um but i'm so glad we did we said no to ourselves and we said yes to to jesus in in that case and um a lot of the way of jesus is about that okay and jesus says if we lose our lives we're going to find it we're going to find our lives that's what he says but what what does it profit a person if he gains the whole world and loses or um you know, uh, forfeits himself. What's the word for forfeit? It's a weird word. Gives up himself, yeah. There's another text from Matthew. It says, whoever seeks to keep his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life will, will rescue it or preserve it. Um, and I just think the only way that we're going to know that is if we bottomed out enough to know that our way of saving ourselves doesn't work and we need um we need to say no to ourselves and our own tactics of trying to save ourselves right we all have tactics that are just tried and test tried and true tactics that work when we're in a crisis or they don't maybe they haven't worked they, they work maybe for a little while we run a little bit of a run you know in the fast lane living life in the fast lane and then boom it ended you know in a disastrous way right we know people like that okay and so um so we we need to learn how to be able to say no to ourselves denying ourselves and saying yes to, to jesus and that's that's what taking the cross and uh daily daily every day it's, it's isn't there something about you know needing to kind of start all over and be and and with with our recovery every day Lorinda? oh yeah yeah okay so Jesus's teachings here fit with the 12 steps. Cool. Okay. So anyway, I just think this is for a lot of us, this is easier than it is for people who, you know, who have it easy. Like I was just thinking, I wrote this down. Um, so when you go after ultimate pleasures of seeking to save yourself through self-medicating on heavy with heavy drugs. Or living the fast, living in the fast lane, you will end. Um, you'll see the end um, where this leads to destruction. You will. People see that, okay? And so sadly, many, many, many die. You know, um, up in Whatcom, we had eight overdose deaths on, you know, fentanyl a couple of weeks ago. Everyone came back with Narcan, but they were all flatline, no pulse, nothing, okay? And um, and, and praise be to God, someone got there fast enough uh, with an arcade, right? Okay, but imagine that eight, those are people locked up who 
had the drug smuggled in somehow. Um, the Fetty powder is, is really, really doing its, doing its evil deeds. Um, the problem is saving your life the legal way, the proper way, okay, of getting a job, working the nine to five, staying clean and sober, um, being law abiding, um, you know, being nice, okay, um, that can give you the illusion of success, you know, um, but if you don't really need Jesus, because you're just doing fine, you've got your job, you're just doing playing by the rules, okay, you're way worse off than somebody who's, who's living behind Walmart, and who's um, desperate, and who's crying out, right, we were so moved to see these people uh, we were praying for, who were just like, humbly just bowing their heads and pray, receiving prayer. They were so desperate for prayer. So beautiful, okay? So what Jesus is saying is, is when we describe, when we're successful, um, we're not successful. When we're, when we're successful according to the rules, playing the rules, that's not, what, that's not what Jesus considers success. That can still be losing your life, okay? Um, that can still be losing your life. It, that's why I think our people are are closer. Um, in a lot of ways, it's easier for our community and for the people that we're trying to serve. Um, and we just need to make sure that we make that we communicate that to people that they're already really close to the kingdom of God. And so just step over the line and keep denying yourself. You've been doing good. Keep denying yourself and saying no to that um, craving, right? To that um, that seduction that's pulling you towards something that could just cause an overdose or um, reoffending, or just something that's going to land you back in jail or, or dead, right? That's what, that's, what, that's what Jesus is saying here, I think. When, um, when we do everything the, the way that the, the culture praises us for, you know, like just the righteous goody two-shoe people who, who do it right, okay, we can be blind to our need. And we can, uh, and then we can look down on other people too and say, oh, well, if they would just get a job and if they would just, you know, just obey the law and if they would just do things like I'm doing them, then they would have success like I'm having success. Okay, but according to Jesus, that's how you lose your life. Is when you find your life, you've lost it. Okay. So, um, so I just want to um, end with just a couple of other quotes from Jesus, from other gospels. Um, he says, he who loves his life loses it. That's kind of weird. Really, Jesus, we're not supposed to love our lives. We're supposed to hate ourselves. No, we're not supposed to hate ourselves. We're supposed to, we're not supposed to love our life. We're supposed to love Jesus and love the Father, and love the Holy Spirit, okay? The one who loves his life loses it. And the one who hates his life in this world. Who's, who are the people that hate their lives in this world right now that we can think of? The folks behind Walmart, the, the folks in our... But, but there's a lot of people that, are, that hate the life, a lot of lonely people in this community who are... Are, are just hating their lives in this world the way it is now without community. There's a lot of people, a lot of us that hate this, this, the life in this world, the way we have it, the way it's going right now. 
you know, right? That's true. And, and a lot of us are blocked from getting what we want by, by just lots of things, criminal records, um, you know, just our lack of education, up, that we, whatever it is, right? Our mental health issues, maybe, maybe our, you know, our bad choices too. What were you going to say, Mike? You know, that, that really shocks me that you say that. It really wakes me up, that gets me thinking, you know, because I thank God every day for my life. And I, I love the way he's got my life today. But I, I know it's him. But you've lost your life um, well, in order to find it. Him. And you found it. The one who loses his life finds it. Yeah. Okay? That's what he says. If you love your life, if you love your life, it, the danger is is to is to cling on to your life and then just to think that it's just all about being, you know, just climbing the ladder now and, and just doing everything the legal way and that that's that that's where it's at. No, it's not where it's at. No, it's not where it's at. It's building a relationship with God. It's about exactly taking up our cross daily. Yeah, things should not keep going if it wasn't for God. I've seen too many people. Um, Gracie and I both grew up on Mercer Island. You know, they call it Poverty Rock. It's the wealthiest uh, area code in the United States. And, you know, um, we saw so many people who had everything. And there were so many suicides among the young people in my high school who were despairing because they, they knew that having all the benefits and just being having rich parents wasn't making them happy. Like I knew, I knew tons of people like that that were just, they're not alive anymore. A lot of my friends, um, they're not alive anymore. They died 10 years ago. 15 years ago, and they were from super wealthy families. Okay. You know, people who think that the way forward is just to be, uh, to just pursue the American dream and just to do it all right. No, I mean, the, those of us who, you know, who have failed, okay, we're closer to the kingdom. That's why Jesus says it's easier. Um, I mean, it's, it's harder for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven than for a camel to go through the eye of a needle, which is hard to relate to because we don't really know yeah, camels. Okay. Saving your life the legal way um, that gives you the illusion of success is overrated, completely overrated. In fact, it's the way to destruction. And the way to salvation is to recognize your brokenness and your, um, your poverty and your absolute need every day for Jesus and to cry out and to, and to, and to learn to trust in the face of unanswered prayers because it doesn't just automatically get fixed. Like the, like the Muslim guy, the Iranian guy that we prayed for. Yeah, he got a fix in terms of his pain going away right away. God does, God will do that. And that's a lot of times what causes someone to become a believer is what I've seen is when they see the power of God and they experience it. If it's still, that guy's got a whole life to live and anybody who Jesus healed had to, had to live their lives still, right? So this is why he's saying, um, you know, this is the way forward. The way forward is a narrow path um, that for Jesus led to him being arrested, tortured, executed, and um, and then raised from the dead. Okay, and we want to be raised from the dead, but the way forward is following Jesus. You know. So finally, um, the word of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. The, the word of the cross, which is that Jesus' way of, of suffering love. It's foolishness.
to, to the world, okay? To those that love their lives in this world and love, you know, who found their lives, found their lives, so to speak, it's foolishness. Um, but to those of us who are being saved, who know that we need Jesus and we accept his humble cross, you know, that he died for us on the cross, that is, um, for us, it's the power of God. Anyway, let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, that you are our savior and we can trust in you. And even though we don't see immediate results, thank you that, um, that you are the way, the truth and the life. And just help us to, um, to be able to say no to ourselves um, in the way that, that you, um, you indicate. Help us to be able to say yes to you. Um, and, uh, and when that means no to ourselves, just give us the faith and the perseverance and the courage to be able to resist the, the gigantic temptations that are out there that are so hard to say no to. Just give us the strength to follow you and pray. And help all the people out there that are battling against temptations and, and who relapsed. Just, we just pray for everyone out there that are our beloved community members here who, have, who are out on the streets and who aren't doing well. Help them, help them, help them, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.